0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx, by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, May 17th,
1: and we're giving you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts.
0: Here's the latest. The markets finished the day up with tech stocks leading the rally. The Nasdaq was up around 2.5%. The Dow and S&P also closed up with the Dow surging 431 points. Twitter stock rose too, although it's still well below the price Elon Musk agreed to pay for the company. It seems investors just aren't that confident the deal will go through.
1: Elon Musk is asking the SEC to investigate how many of Twitter's users are humans and not bots. Yes, this is the same SEC Musk has been fighting with for years over his tweets about Tesla. This request also came in a tweet, surprisingly. After questioning Twitter's claim that more than 95% of its active users are human, Musk tweeted
0: the SEC's handle and wrote, Anyone home? the China Eastern Airlines crash that killed everyone aboard back in March may have been intentional. That's according to a scoop from the Wall Street Journal, which quotes an anonymous American official as saying the plane did what it was told to do by someone in the cockpit. Neither the airline nor the Chinese government has confirmed the journal's reporting.
1: More than two years into the pandemic, North Korea says it's experiencing its first COVID outbreak. The first case was reported last week and over a million people have symptoms. 50 have died, according to Pyongyang. And even worse, the country has a 0% vaccination rate in addition to low-quality health facilities and a lack of testing equipment. North Korea says it's sending planes to China to pick up supplies, the first international flights since the pandemic started.
0: Joe and Jill Biden met with grieving families in Buffalo this morning. After, the president said the country stands with Buffalo and condemned the racism of Saturday's mass shooting.
2: What happened here is simple and straightforward, terrorism.
0: Biden then specifically called out so-called replacement theory, which both the gunman and leading conservative pundits have endorsed.
2: I call on all Americans to reject the lie. And I condemn those who spread the lie for power, political gain, and for profit.
1: Are you listening to us on Facebook? Well, Facebook is getting rid of all podcasts, including this one next month. And we don't want to lose you. So why don't you take a minute right now to follow the Refresh from Insider in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app. It's easy. Coming up, we're talking to Insider's Matt Drange, who found a disturbing pattern while investigating his old high school journalism teacher.
0: The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Envoy, Tandem, and Miro. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. There's even more relief on the way for parents affected by the baby formula shortage. Nestle plans to ship formula to the U.S. from Europe. That's according to Reuters. Nestle produces Gerber in the Netherlands and AlfaMino in Switzerland. The move could put baby formula on shelves within a few weeks, but the FDA says the foreign formula makers will still need to meet safety and nutritional standards first.
1: The Biden administration is relaxing Trump era restrictions on Cuba. The White House is removing limits on how much money family members can send to Cuban relatives and commercial and charter flights will be permitted to cities outside Havana. Limited private investment will also be allowed. The island is facing an economic crunch after years of decreased tourism made worse by the pandemic.
0: Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has just been on a tear lately with new restrictive laws. The latest bill he signed bans protesting in front of homes. The new law makes it a misdemeanor to protest in a way that disturbs someone in their residence. DeSantis says he wants to block protests like the ones abortion rights activists have been waging in front of Supreme Court justices' homes.
1: Sunday's attack on a Presbyterian church in Laguna Woods, California, appears to be racially motivated. That's according to the Orange County Sheriff. A 68-year-old Chinese-American gunman opened fire on a crowd of 40 or so Taiwanese churchgoers. Five people were injured, and the one person who was fatally shot was 52-year-old sports medicine doctor John Chang. He reportedly charged the suspect, which allowed others to intervene. Chang is being hailed as a hero, rightfully so.
0: In Hawaii, thousands of feral chickens and roosters are terrorizing island residents, despite recent efforts to trap them. They cackle and crow all night long. They dig up yards, they raid trash bins, and even damage local infrastructure by foraging under walls and sidewalks. So local Hawaii lawmakers are trying to get funding approved for a feral chicken eradication program. When the Me Too movement began
1: back in 2017, Insider's Matt Drange thought back to his high school journalism teacher, Eric Burgess. At Matt's high school, Rosemead High, outside of Los Angeles, it was an open secret that Burgess had close relationships with some female students. That didn't sit right with Matt. Using the same journalism skills Burgess taught him, Matt investigated his former teacher and found a disturbing pattern of behavior. He groomed female students for years, which unfortunately is more common than you might think. Matt is here to talk about his investigation. Hey, Matt.
2: Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me.
1: So a decade ago, when you were a student at Rosemead High, what was Eric Burgess like? What did you think of him back then?
2: Yeah, you know, Eric Burgess was, he was sort of the, um, the big kid among the rest of us kids. He was kind of the class clown, eager to have fun, very charming, very outgoing. You know, kids loved him because he sort of appealed to all of us who had a little bit of a rebellious bent, which I, I certainly was among those kids. So
1: one of the stories that really stood out to me is about a woman who wishes to be named Sarah. Her story is the most recent. Can you tell us a bit about Sarah's relationship with Burgess? This is
2: a, a woman who, who graduated in 2017, and up to that point um, became, had become very close with, with our teacher, Burgess. Um, mm-hmm. She had a class with him each of her last three years on campus. Um, he actually helped build out her schedule. She didn't even know what journalism was when she joined the student newspaper, and he suggested that she do that. Um, and she confided in him a lot of really difficult uh, and intimate traumas that she experienced in her life. It became very close. And what happened is a few weeks after she graduated, they began a sexual relationship. She had just turned 18. Um, it was the summer after her senior year. And the relationship continued for the rest of that year until it became essentially gossip fodder on campus. Mm-hmm. And so as we say in the story, you know, he, the, the the rest of their relationship was really defined by his detailed instructions for her to lie, um, which we have in voicemails and text messages and other documents. Okay. Hey, um shit's really getting pretty heavy um, around me. And it became a, a very heavy burden for her at that point. I don't know what's going to happen. I know that they're, they're definitely
1: trying to fire me. Um, and I don't know if there's going to be more. I don't know if, because it's, again, if they think that you were seeing me when you were a sophomore, then um, obviously they're going to file a police report and I'm going to get arrested. My life is imploding. So what is it like to hear him in those voicemails right now? What are you thinking or feeling?
2: When I first heard them, um, I remember thinking that I had no idea what, what he was capable of when I, when I was a student. And thinking on it now um, and knowing what I know about how child groomers work, it, it makes sense in a, in a weird way. But at the same time, it's, it's still really difficult to listen to.
1: So where is Burgess now? Where's the investigation now? Has he, has he been charged with anything?
2: Yeah. So what happened is after those voicemails found their way to district investigators who uh, suspended Burgess in 2019, when they first learned uh, of his relationship with this girl, Sarah, eventually later that year, he signed a separation agreement. And this, this, this settlement agreement um, bars him from teaching at Rosemead High School ever again or working in the district in any capacity. He's never been charged with a crime. Um, and it's unclear actually whether school officials ever notified law enforcement of his behavior.
1: Very interesting. So why was it so important for you to get this story
2: out there? What do you want people to know about Eric Burgess? I had no idea before I started reporting this story um, how common child grooming behavior is on campuses. Um, Everyone that I've um, talked to about this story has responded with some version of, wow, that is crazy. And it reminds me of, and then they fill in the blank with something that they've heard of that a friend Mm -hmm. has told them that that their spouse, a family member, etc., And um, I hope that even though I I don't wish that people will be able to relate to it, um, my fear is that many people will. Matt, thank you so much for sharing this story. Thank you, Dave.
1: Matt Drange is a senior correspondent at Insider.
0: Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
1: You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith,
0: and I'm Rebecca Vera. Talk to you soon.